introducing the Poet Life Podcast. Go check it out today on your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website, thepoetlife.com. Find a way. Hey, hey, hey. I am Christoph Jenkins of the Poet Life Podcast, and I am super excited on this evening to be speaking with the truth, the poet. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? How are oh, you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, the folks uh, listening and watching, they don't know, but we've been uh, talking for the past 10 minutes and um, I had to pause and hold that thought because the conversation was getting good already. Mm-hmm. And I said, just like, so we don't have to repeat ourselves. Let's just go ahead and jump in. And uh, I think I asked you, uh, as I asked other other guests to find out where our direction you know is going in this conversation and i asked you uh, uh if you could teach a class uh mm-hmm. concerning your experience and all of what you've been able to accomplish in the poetry industry what would be that topic that theme of that class okay so i like i was telling you i i do teach already and so i do creative writing workshops i do poetry performance workshops but the one that i would love to do is the artist to entrepreneur uh seminars or workshops um i think they are they would be that's very important for artists to know where they stand as either if they could even be a artist entrepreneur or if they just stick to their artistry and let someone else run their business that's 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 so good because like i was saying offline i really didn't think of it like that um at least that side of it you know because my Mm -hmm. thing is uh you're you're treated a lot different when you're a business as opposed Mm -hmm. to an individual you know what i'm saying you know um businesses like to operate b2b you know and and business to business and um uh, a lot of times where you're when you're an individual um a lot of times you can get you can get taken advantage of but from your perspective um that manager or that person Mm -hmm. that is looking out for you can can be that business savvy mind to protect you in a lot of ways Right. Absolutely. I mean, we we watch it on a day to day basis when we're looking at regular artists day to day and a poet is no different. So, um, you know, as artists, your your free flow is, your, you know, you do what you feel. That is not necessarily accurate in business. You can't just do what you feel. And you know what I mean? You have to. Um, there's a there's a lot of fine print we don't understand and we think we can just do. You think you can just do what you want nor are you nor are a lot of uh, artists just ready to be business savvy. Right. They, they don't have the attention span for it. Um, the go-getter mentality to just, you know, switch their brains from artists to, ah, I need to focus on this. I need to articulate it this way. I need to do the research for this, you know, to get into all that. And that's by all means, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, that's by all means, okay. But you need to understand what is necessary for you to be, prominent in whatever you want to do and Mm. sometimes that includes a representative for yourself Mm -hmm. like i like i was telling you people need poet life you know people people need that a lot of artists need someone to put them on the platforms and they'll kill the platform Mm. they just need they just need that catalyst 
and it's okay. Yeah, no, that's that's very true. Now, let me play devil's advocate a bit because mm -hmm. even though they may not be the the person, the manager, right? Um, mm -hmm. They, they, I still think they still need to be um, an entity, just mm -hmm. like if I start a business and and I'm not the best CEO, right? Mm -hmm. I can hire a CEO and let and 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 let them run my company, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, because if you don't, if you don't, um, then then what name is is the money going? And what what accounts are are the money going into? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's what the thing is about. That's why artists entre artists entrepreneur seminars and workshops are necessary because clarity. Then you understand the clarity. You understand what you need to be doing because and, and what's your role when you are seeking a manager because you are hiring them. They yeah. work for you. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like you're under them unless unless it is a, a like poet life. It's almost like signing up to a label. You know what I mean? And knowing your standards, go into that, knowing what you want to do. Maybe you just want to do the event. Maybe you don't want to be a part of their whole entity. Now, what does that contract look like? You know, and being able to like find the differences between committing wholeheartedly in your whole artist self or what freelancing looks like or what a manager looks like and how they can help you. So knowing the differences between all of those things and seeing what's best for you and how you fit in that, because some people need a home. Some people need a manager to roam as they please. And some people just know how to manage themselves mm -hmm. or and they just need a little bit more information on what that looks like. Like you were saying, the classes that you offer, yeah. um, how to get red residencies and things like that. Um, there are a lot of artists who are doing a lot on their own, but they don't have that particular knowledge. So then where to find that knowledge and then how to increase your business on your own as you continue to move forward, because residencies are important. They, sure. keep, you, they keep you stable as an artist mm -hmm. versus always hustling to find work. You know, so um, and I've been in all positions. So and that's that's the thing, because I've been in all positions. I know how you go broke fast. I know how you get up quick. I know, you know, all, all of these little things about what it takes to really be an artist entrepreneur. You yeah. know, gotcha. So what what's the name of your um, your company, production company? So my production company is uh, called Raw Poetry Productions. Mm. And, um, you know, it's really based on productions, doing productions and creating um, different experiences. It's not the typical showcases. It's not just having an artist, one artist there to just do their thing. No, we're mm. collaborating all the arts to make it something special, something you probably have never seen before. Mm -hmm. You know, um, taking poetry to uh, another level because I've loved poetry forever. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, poetry can be monotonous if you're just sitting there listening to someone talk right. all for two hours. Right. So how do we make poetry interesting? Because poetry is the it's the base for everything. It's like water. You know, it's like the base of art. You know, without these words and without this 
home, you know, music wouldn't flow the way it does. A lot of things just wouldn't happen. So let's let's show let's show how it 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 just how, let's show how big it really is. I feel like sometimes we stagnate our art, and then raw poetry productions is about bran- branching it all out and working with people because um, I believe going far. You can't do you can you can do a lot alone, but you will do definitely more with other people. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's the truth. It is the truth. And um I've only been blessed to see photos and videos of your productions. Um mm-hmm. I'm a little housebound right now with uh three little daughters, six and under, you know. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> You know, um, so I, I I don't really get to get out too often, but I do plan to come and see some of your productions because the reviews and the photos and the videos look amazing. And you you work with a lot of the artists that I know and I know they're dope. So mm-hmm. you know, they don't associate with things and people that are not dope. So, um, um, yeah. And. and I'm excited to to experience uh, your next experience, you know. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, for an exclusive for those listening and watching, uh, um, um, give me give me the name of your company again. Raw Poetry Productions. Raw Poetry Productions mm-hmm. are are being commissioned to create an experience for the Poet Life Fest, January 29th. Ah, That's my first experience. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. really excited about that, right? To, to, to house it. Uh, it's going to be, it's going yeah. to be dope. So I'm so, excited about that. that yeah. It's going to be fun. I can't yeah, I'm wait. Sure. I'm sure. I am very sure. That's why I was like, okay, I think, Initially, I was like, "All right, let, let me get the truth on the on the on the podcast." Then I was like, "Hold on, we got the fest coming up. Let me see if it's possible for her to put something together for the festival." And you yeah. you obliged, and I, and I can't wait. I can't wait. It's next. Yeah. If you're in the DMV, come and check that out. If you're not, fly out, drive out, uh, come, come through, come yeah, through. Do What's it's going? a vibe. Hold on a second. What's going on with my camera? Why are you acting up, camera? All right, cool. Um, so so how long have you been in the poetry industry? What's what's that look like for you? Um, since I was 14. Mm. Um, yeah, I've been doing poetry pretty much all my life. Uh the first time I ever was on stage, I performed a poem and I was five years old doing a talent show. And I was reading somebody else's poem, but that's all I knew poetry was other people's poems right so um but um that's how long that's how long i've been in love with poetry and um for i've been writing since 10 and um i didn't i didn't know what perform i knew i knew i was going to be on stage doing something Mm. because like i said i like all of the arts i whether it was dancing acting being a comedian i don't care what it was i knew i was going to be on stage but I just love poetry so much that I mean, to me, poet, my poet, poetries are like rhyming monologues. So I yeah. just, mm-hmm. and so with uh, with that mind frame, 
And that's why Raw Poetry Productions became what it was because of all of the things that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, 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 it started there. And when somebody said, um, you know, I was looking for different things to do, looking at the book festival and things like that. And a couple of my mentors finding something and they found a poetry competition at a library and it was a slam. And um, I was just like, okay, me and my best friend went, we did slam, I came in first place. And luckily there were other local poets there, like Love the Poet, Femi the Dry Fish and all of them. And they just grabbed me and showed me the whole Baltimore scene and what that was. And I just, I I was gone. My first open mic, I was 18. You know, I, I, I was hosting already. I was doing so much a long time ago. And then mm-hmm. I, life happens as it does, you know. Mm-hmm. Got a basketball scholarship, went to Iowa. Wow. Got, you know what I mean? Um, and and then came back and I, I wasn't on the scene. Any, I would come out here and there, but I didn't work. Mm-hmm. Like I, just, I, was lear- I was learning how to grow up. Right. And then um, I made the decision one day to stop helping other everybody else live their lives mm-hmm. and live my own. Mm-hmm. And once I started, I, 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 my birthday came, I, I went to an open mic and then I never stopped. And then I started shutting everything down for a whole year, just going places and just mm-hmm. killing every stage I could, everything I could do until I came out with my book, started doing the productions, my visions without telling people what it was. I just started, mm-hmm trying everything and then i was able to leave my job and then it was no stopping once i left it was like i I made the decision to do this huh what job did you have um i was working as a machine operator at a place called beckton and dickinson um it's a place where people stay and retire (laughs) i looked up and i was at i didn't want to stay there for five years i looked and i was on my ninth year and mm-hmm. I was like, there is no way possible I'm going to make it to 10. I cannot stay here for 10 years. You will not make me complacent right. with, with a life that is not met, met for me, you know. And I was getting into that I don't care type of feeling. When I'm, when I'm thinking about starting to fuss everybody out and, <laughs> you know, because they were doing things like, oh, you're going to work every day and you're going to come in here on Sunday. You're going to. When you start telling me yeah. what I'm going to do, no, I can't. I can't handle that. So yeah. I, I got out of there. Yeah. But I mean, I was also following my passion, and I had put some things in position to where I was. I was ready for that to to make that move. You don't just just. I mean, some mm-hmm. people would jump, just jump out there, but I don't advise to just leaving no, <laughs> and think you're going to no. just do this. It, that popular. Uh... I think Steve Harvey brought that up, you know, just just jump or something like that. Uh, you know, when you make statements like that, you you have to give disclaimers. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know, don't jump without a parachute, please. Right. You know, unless right. you like torture, you know, yeah, or uh, you like death. You know what I mean? Jump right. You going to die. <laughs> Yeah, you, you you might be resurrected or whatever, but you right, know, you, you that, die. It still takes a long time, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. It's it's just not wise, 
you know, yeah. keep it right there. It's just not wise. You, mm -hmm. know I mean? it, you know, you know, as you get older, you should learn uh, that wisdom is key. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. um, you know, you we, we make these dumb quote unquote decisions when we're young. Let us let us let us keep the let's keep those decisions at at a young age and, and not yeah. get into an old age of still making those type of decisions, you know, um, especially when you have responsibilities like maybe a wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, kids, you know, where where they're they can be become they they can become uh, collateral damage in your bad decisions. Right. You know? um, so Iowa, what did, what did, I don't even know if I know anyone that lives in Iowa. What, what, how was that? Uh, extreme. <laughs> culture shock? And extreme culture shock. I did, I did not like Iowa at all. I mean, it was, you know, when you come from a big city and you're used to a lot of people, and you go to a remote, remote area with nobody. I mean, the only black people there were everybody who played sports. And a lot of you not runaway Africans who were trying to get education. Wow. Everything, everybody else was white. And then um, to me, it was it was pretty much modern day slavery. I learned with the politics of basketball was there was no love for the sport all the love was exerted for me and taken and thrown away and you know you came in you come off the pick you make the shot you sit down it was and you do that and if you miss there's a problem there is no missing you don't miss the shot and there will be torture to follow if you do. I, I, you know, you you are called everything under the sun. Um, you are treated. You are treated like a like like slave, like a slave. Like this is what you get up and do. You wake up at six in the morning. You do this. I mean, we woke up before six, been in the gym without breakfast. They didn't even make breakfast yet. People, we were getting dizzy. He's he's. All right, let's go to breakfast. We already practiced two hours. Go eat breakfast. We're going back in the gym another two hours. Things that are unlawfully, the things that are against the law happened. And I just, you know, and you could switch colleges. You could do all of that. And then, right. but the, you know, there's no guarantee. A lot of those, a lot of these colleges do the same thing, mm. you know. Um, but you're a product. It was a learning experience. Mm. I, I would never say I would have done it again. I loved basketball just as much as I had loved poetry. That's where I initially got my name from. People were calling me that for basketball, but I just felt like that was way too arrogant. And I, mm. I rather do it for poetry because that's what I talk about. Mm. What it, it's just different for me, but it's real for me. You know, it's more real in poetry than it is in basketball. So, but yes. Did that experience deter you away from basketball or did you keep on playing? I got hurt in the first year due to oh. the coach, tore my ACL. And um, so that I never wanted to touch a ball again once I left. I didn't touch a ball for years. Wow. 
And um, but I, I, I mean, there, there was still some love there in the sport because I like teach my nephews and mm-hmm. things like that. But I, I, you know, where I used to want to be a coach and where I used to do that a lot prior to going, I, I've, I came back and a lot of people were asking me to coach, and I said, no, I don't want to. I don't want to touch a ball. I don't. I don't want to do it at all. Um, but um, right now, I still. Now I'm in a better place. I'm, I'm off that, so it's it's more. I do it for fun. I still. I, I have a love for basketball. Still, still my favorite sport out of all mm. sports. Um, that competition edge. Whenever, anytime I want to get that off, I do it for <laughs> basketball. So uh, that's my thing. Still. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Was that a scholarship or? Yeah, it was a scholarship. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. What, what was that? Iowa State? What was that? Iowa Western. So Iowa State, I ended up going to JUCO. Iowa State, okay. I got recruited that year, my last year of high school. So Iowa State couldn't recruit me automatically just because it was it was my last year. They have already recruited for the year. Gotcha. So they sent me to the JUCO, and then I would go to Iowa State. And Iowa State had a creative writing major, which is something a lot of colleges don't have. So I was mm-hmm. excited. I was super. I was like, oh, man, I'm killing two birds with one stone. I'm going right. to go here and, and do everything I love. Because basketball was really only a catalyst to get to poetry. I wanted to use the money, go overseas, and create the theaters and everything that I wanted with that money. That that was my plans initially mm-hmm. and plans changed, but I'm still mm-hmm. doing that. Oh, oh. So after college, you then went and got a got that job or Yeah, then I just got a regular job. It was it was struggle time. It was yeah. struggle time. Came back home. I was doing Royal Farms and Dollar Tree until and different jobs until I got to feed it. Um so it was it was coming out the you know Mm-hmm. It was a struggle. And yeah. then I'm 19 on my own. You know, I, I came back home and it, I was, it was no going back home to my right. You know, um, there was strictly by myself. Now, luckily, I got I had a village. You yeah. know, I was I was doing what I had to. Mm-hmm. But um, it was definitely it was definitely a struggle. So sure. uh, and but I definitely I ended up getting on my feet. And like I said, been on my own since then. So. Like you said, making those decisions to just jump out there with no parachute. I didn't have that. I can't. Mm-hmm. There was no house to go and, and like rely on. All yeah. I could rely on was myself. We at The Poet Life are excited to invite you to be a part of something that we've all been longing for. For far too long, each and every one of us have been searching for a way to get connected with like-minded people, specifically poets who have the desire to make poetry their career. We've all heard more than once from more than one person that there is no money in poetry. This couldn't be further from the truth. Your poetry is invaluable. Allow us to show you how successful you can be with your poetry. Learn how you can go from being an individual poet to launching a business that offers poetry as a service. Join us as we build the poetry industry together. The Poetry Business Network that is made of poets from all over the world who are looking to start their career in the poetry industry or simply do more with their poetry. We will meet twice a week on a Zoom call every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You will have the opportunity to meet and network with poets from all walks of life. You will also have the privilege of meeting and learning from the best professional poets in the world. Many of them have been guests on the Poet Life Podcast. 
We have also incorporated a book club where we read personal development books to help us change our mindset. In order for us to realize our greatness as professional poets, we must renew our minds. So, for just $1, you can check out the Poetry Business Network to see if you like it. We are confident that you will. If you choose to become a member after the first week, membership will be $79 a month. But if for whatever reason you don't, you can cancel at any time. There is no obligation. So, make the investment of just $1 and change the way you see and pursue poetry. We hope you become a part of the Poetry Business Network. Together, we can build the poetry industry. Yeah, you know, our generation didn't really have... Um, our, I have to choose my words carefully, um, but our generation didn't really have the mentors when it comes to uh, entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and I think um, a lot of our uh, elders, uh, their generation was you work a job mm-hmm. and you go to college, you work a job, then you be there at that job or another job after that uh, until you retire, mm-hmm. right? And entrepreneurship, like, literally wasn't, you know, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a side gig, you know, but not too many of our generation is is aspiring to be simply an entrepreneur yes. and uh, pass it down that that mindset to their children so we didn't have that 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 mindset right um growing up uh and so when we leave college or leave for college we're kind of figuring it out bumping our heads Uh you know you know uh this idea that uh, jumping from idea to idea i know i think i've started (laughs) every business known to man yeah. you know um almost literally <laughs> you know and so but when one has a mentor that says yes that's a great idea um mm-hmm. uh, stick with it don't just hop to the the uh, the next idea that you have in your head mm-hmm. because you're excited when you first start the business, right? Um, but when it gets to that mundane, dry period and, and it's just the work. Yeah. All right, let me hop on to the next shiny idea I have. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. and um, we waste a lot of time with that, you know? Yeah. Um, um, when When you have a mentor, that's been through it and has done that, then they can share with you the shortcuts and the secrets mm-hmm. and kind of accelerate your 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 time in this in this in this lane. You know, mm-hmm. so it's it's our turn. It's our responsibility to do that for others now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I had to learn the hard way. I had to learn by watching businesses. Mm -hmm. You know, there wasn't, like you said, there was nobody really teaching. Um, Even how to get on, make a, create a platform. I just watched people do it. 
And so then I had to figure it out, ask the questions and figure it out. Now, I, I would love to make it more easier. That's mm-hmm. the plan, make it easier That's and more accessible for um, uh, the other artists coming. So I totally agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With your production company, do you do some of that? I know you book and commission artists to perform at your productions. Uh, do you also do artist development? So what I do is um, that is available. Yes, I do. I will do artist de- development. How I do it is more through personal classes right now. Um, gotcha. What I would love to have, like raw poetry productions, I, everybody thinks it's a, a magnitude of, of people who mm-hmm. created raw poetry productions. And it's really just me. <laughs> yeah. It's really just, um, you know everything that I know and how to put people here and there, how to bring the people where they need to be put people. So it's, it's, it's a lot, you know, but um, what I do do is I put them even, they're not just on the raw poetry production stage. When I get corporate gigs, they get corporate gigs. I keep corporate gigs because I can offer so much. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just not poetry when you need a singer. I got you. When you need um, a musician, I have you. When you need a motivational speaker, I know them. I know I'm so plugged in with all these people that, but then how do you, you know, what they're going to pay is way above the scale of what you're going to find locally in your um, communities, Mm -hmm. you know, just going to the underground. So they're paying thousands. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to eat. Yeah. And everybody's going to eat healthy. You know, we're going to have good meals. And that was that was the point to show you that you can be a full time artist without um, feeling the need that you need to be a mainstream artist. Right. You know, because um, you could feed off of this stuff all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you could do a school tour and be making guac. You know yep. what I'm saying? And, and uh, you could do two shows for the year and not have to touch another stage if you know what you're doing. But how do you get those gigs? What does that look like? And again, knowing who needs to represent you. At times you might need you might need somebody else who don't look like you to to talk to yeah. some people just to get your, just to get yourself where you need to be, but it's all do what you have to do, you know? So I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, and, and I know we're on this, you know, pro-black um, mm-hmm. uh, movement and it all, you know, but even in the civil rights movement, we mm-hmm. leveraged our allies. Right. You know, um, um, the, what was the name of that movie? Um, it's on Apple. Um I forgot the name of it, but it's about uh, bankers, right? It's a black-owned bank, but they were being blackballed, for lack of better words, uh, mm-hmm. because they were black. So they leveraged their relationships with uh, some 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 white guys, and they made them the face of the bank, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so they can build the relationships with those folks who are racist, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that were dim- uh, dis- discriminating against the, the black folks. Um, and they were able to flourish that way. But, you know, even so now it's just like, I get it. But again, use wisdom. 
Right. Um, a lot of times it is best to operate um, with whoever can get the job done. You know, um, 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 I, I love employing and deploying my people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, what I'm not going to do is not work with other people uh, mm-hmm. uh, when I can get the job done and uh, put me in a better place to hire more of my people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so, um, um, you know, I'm talking slowly because you still got to choose your words carefully. Yeah. I you know understand. what I'm saying? Because, uh, oh, oh, for real. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those right. responses and stuff like that, you know, but it, it I, I, I just choose because at, at some point it becomes small minded, uh, at some point. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 um, uh, I am willing and open to work with uh, people who do not work, uh, look like me. Uh, so, so I can continue to help people who look like me, if that makes sense, you know? Absolutely. My whole thing with that is to work with good people. Good people. Good people. Yeah. No matter what they look like, the only way we're going to change the narrative of what we want to change is mm-hmm. by being the example of that. If yeah. we want people to love us for who we are we must also love others for who they are yeah and and that doesn't mean you know disowning every color or every race we we walk by you know what i mean um that means loving on good people yeah if they're good if they're good to you what's the problem there should be no problems if they're good people um if they're bad people remove them and they're bad people in all colors and shapes and forms, just like there are good people in all colors, shapes and forms. And like you said, I am who I am all day. The color ain't going nowhere. I would yeah. never, I would never bleach myself. I'm not, you know, I love yeah. who I am and yeah. I'm going to always help who I, who my people, whoever is around me, as long as they are good people, but they will only be good people in my circle. And as soon as I find out that you're not, mm-hmm. you got to go. There's yeah. a, um, I have in my poem, I know it says, I know more brown rice trisky crackers than I know saltines. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I've done had a lot of people who are my color treat me more racist than another. And, yeah. and that's been in corporate. They will down me, downplay me just to be put in, in a position. And I've had another race come and take me higher and put me in a great position mm-hmm. so should i have not taken that position because right. of what color they were you know yeah. no um use it to use it to the best of your abilities and sure. uh, surround yourself with great and good people kind spirits and that's that's all that yeah. you should ever be worried about yeah yeah it's it's uh wisdom and open-mindedness you know you know you will not get far being closed-minded at all you know um you and i are very similar you know in many ways you know um and and i can appreciate that you know i remember uh what was it um the convention center i i booked you to perform with these kids it was yeah in charity i believe yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that was 
I was amazing. That was our first time. That was our first time working together. That was our first time. Yeah. yeah. And we again, that was just what I've seen online. And I'm like, mm -hmm. these two ladies here are dope. I have to, I have to call upon them. And and y'all showed out, man. Yeah. Y'all showed yeah. out. Um, the response uh from the client was just like they were great. That's they awesome. Were great. They were chaos in there wasn't it it was like <laughs> yes. kids were in there. i was like i don't know what y'all gonna do but i know have at it. but see i love kids kids are my if i could do what i would love to do one of my is to do a kids poetry production where it's just all kids that's what i'm aiming to do because mm. um they listen way better than adults and <laughs> Right. I just, I, they're, they're fun. They are fun. I would love to do that. But kids are amazing. So when you said it, I was like, kids? Yeah. I'm all, I'm all for it. They're, yeah. uh, they're sponges. They're just beautiful sponges. I got an idea for you that you, ju you just sparked in my head. So in the summer, uh, I want to do, for the first time, uh, Poet Life Camp. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I literally would give you, you know, that open range to create uh, the curriculum and the overall uh, uh, ending production, you know, where okay. the kids, yeah, yeah, I think that would be dope. We can partner on that. Absolutely, because yeah. I love to let the kids be, even if they, they're going to indulge in poetry, but I want them to sure. be themselves, whatever little bit they, whatever yeah. art they have and, yeah. and, and teach them how it all connects mm -hmm. to poetry. Mm -hmm. no, so, yeah. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because for me, it's deeper than poetry. Like, mm -hmm. you know, poetry is the vehicle to so many other things. Yes. You know, it, it can drive you to find yourself, uh, release all of the stuff that you've been hoarding and, and mm -hmm. building up within that you have not released because you will not talk to somebody, you know, um, a lot of reasons, mm -hmm. but one of the main reasons is you feel like that next person can't relate to what you're going through. So mm -hmm. just hold it in, you know, um, mm -hmm. but what people don't realize is, there's another another way to release there's art mm -hmm. there's writing right. there's music you know and you don't even realize that when you're practicing that art uh that you're actually releasing all of the stuff from mm -hmm. within right you know you know um so I, I, like i said i'm glad you said that is because it is so important to use something, leverage something that will help you release. Mm -hmm. uh, so when I work with kids, even with when I work with adults, you know, it's not all poetry, poetry, poetry. It is. It is. All right. Let's talk about what's going on. Like, and let, let me let me just listen. Let me listen mm -hmm. to you. Right. And, and oh, OK, cool. So that's what's happening right now. OK. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's that's sad. You know. Mm -hmm. All right. So now that we talked about it, let's let's put some down on paper. Right. And we don't even have to rhyme a word. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You know, but talking, writing, drawing, you know, 
singing if you if you could sing you know uh um makes you think about what's going on on the inside without even knowing that you're thinking about it right you know it's like it's like just shaking everything in or from within um to where it just comes out through uh the exercise that you're doing you don't even realize it mm -hmm. you know so yeah. I, I get that so much and and it and with all of the stuff that the kids are going through right now man i can't even i can't even imagine really mm -hmm. you know to be in kindergarten and you're online like yeah <laughs> and you're forced to sit there and what? listen to this keep my attention when i also know how to make this screen go into my game and play that what? But look, <laughs> and then you got your mom behind your shoulder like yeah you do your work. oh my goodness man you know yeah. so our art is so needed right now yes you, you know what i'm saying like absolutely they they don't they don't have no time to express themselves mm. you know no time to express themselves and we the way we grew up is so much different they are so shut off and disconnected from the world. That's why when you heard that unity piece um, about like all the different distractions that we have with social media and everything like that, and how that's really, you know, that's not connecting us at all. That's a divide. Right. How it's, you know, segregating us and putting us all in these little bubbles alone, where we have to deal with our problems alone. We have to deal with our issues alone and all of our expressions alone. When, when I was growing up, we went outside. Mm -hmm. And we talked to our friends and we ran up and down the street. I knew my neighbors and I could tell my neighbor, my mom's getting on my nerves and she could comfort me too. We had community. There is no community online. That's just a lot of things that you see that people expressing themselves and then you get depressed <laughs> off of what you heard from somebody else. But truth, it's going to get worse with this whole new technology and metaverse. <gasps> and yeah, with that, that's going to be so extravagant that it's going to make real life boring. So then how do we combat that? What do we do now? That's the question. You know, how do you we... won't have to leave that. You won't have to leave the house. You can be at a concert with these goggles or this helmet or whatever we got on our heads with this metaverse and once you take it off it's like oh man this is real life i don't know man i still love people i love the interaction even when i do that when you know the whole shutdown and everybody was doing open mics yeah. online i hate it yeah. i hated it I, I i really shut down until we could start going places again yeah <laughs> how did I you fare during that time you know being full-time artist um that was a struggle um and that's another reason why i need i, I really want to talk to people about what artist entrepreneur looks like because we create so many we curate artists curate so many spaces but all you see in those spaces are artists and you're not getting anything out of that mm. by creating spaces with artists because artists will not support you but what i've learned over the pandemic is the fans that i've created that's what raw poetry productions does it gets people to want to come out it's family based so i had kids in the production you I know it's 
you know, I have so people brought their grandmothers and their children. Instead of people coming out for date night, they came out for family night with five people versus two. You know what I mean? So there's the difference in just that. You know, you learn that from Will Smith, where he could, you know, just by not cursing in any of his records, he was able to sell to the masses. You know, but um, all of those fans who knew that I was going through this sent me money. There were no artists sending me money. These were strictly my supporters, strictly people who came to my productions and I did something to change their lives because they're not artists. They don't have the they don't have that avenue to express themselves. They need us to express it for them and they need to be able to feel it. So because they were able to feel it, they feel it so much that they will continue to support me when I cannot support myself. And that's what's necessary. Mm. And um, that was what was I knew that, but I got to really see that mm. through the pandemic and experience the love of having genuine supporters who were in my corner. You know, um, now I did still do. I did a lot of creative workshops, um, creative writing workshops online. Those were easier. I picked up that business. I kept mm -hmm. I'm a hustler at, at best. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so right. um, I watch people's kids. I do so many things, you know, yeah. and I entertain. Yeah. I entertain. I will go and entertain old people. Oh, you can't, you can't take care of your grandma right now. I'll yeah. get over there. I'll be there. Right. You know, so all of those different avenues, you can't just stop at one thing. If I teach poetry, how many ways can I teach it? Grandma Dang. wants to express herself too. <sighs> you know? Grandma wants to express herself too. So how can she do that? And how can I help her? It's not just about performing on stage. Poetry for me is for the people, not for the poets. Mm -hmm. That's that that that's what it is for me. So I was able to do, I was able to fare, be fair, and, and I'm I'm still on my own. So I ain't get put out nowhere. I'm still, I'm still cool. But um, yeah. I was also able to meditate and be calm and be mm -hmm. still, which was super necessary. Super yeah. necessary for me because business keeps you moving. Yeah. When before the pandemic, I had just did a big production at Goucher College and they had booked us. We had over 700 people there and everything was coming. And again, I'm not a team. <laughs> I'm by myself. So imagine directing over 20 artists and still doing the business and still having to write and still performing and still teaching. I was doing all of that. Mm -hmm. And I needed a break. I needed to sit down. So Poet Life University welcomes you to the world of creation, thoughts, expertise, and professionalism by offering technical knowledge, practical support, creative encouragement, and whatever it takes for you to create the poetry career that you've always desired, but never knew was possible. And the best part is we have professional poets from around the world as professors to teach you everything they've learned throughout their poetry careers. We are currently offering several eight-week live courses that will help you gain a deep understanding of poetry, become confident in your work as a poet and writer, learn how to start your own business with the help of an expert, enjoy the freedom that comes from being able to pursue what you love on your terms. Are you ready to take your poetry to the next level? Learn with others by dooming for the future from the comfort of your home. Get in touch with us at www.poetlifeuniversity.com and enroll today.
That's why I say you and I are very similar. You know, we're very alike. Uh, I I try to uh, build team, and yeah. uh, um, I, I'm continuing to work on that. You know, but sometimes, sometimes uh, having to depend on people is hard. Yeah. You know, um, like I I tried it with this uh, first festival in July and, you know, hired a, a event planner <laughs> and we had two total different definitions of event planner. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I had to let that person go in the middle of the planning experience and um, had to literally take it on myself. Mm -hmm. uh, and, but I'm glad that happened because I now know how to plan and execute a festival. Mm -hmm. You see, so, so, and right after the success of our first festival, another nonprofit uh, had their eye on our festival and, and, and called and said, hey, we want our own personalized festival. Mm -hmm. um, uh, can you help put this on? I know you did it in two and a half months. Can you do that again? Mm -hmm. And we that's awesome. I, I just I just completed that. Um, Congratulations! Uh, the, the week of Thanksgiving, and, and and that was for a nonprofit, um, Miriam's Kitchen in D.C., uh, where mm -hmm. they service the homeless, and their guests are. Uh, those experiencing homelessness. And we titled that uh, Miriam's Kitchen's Guest Fest. Mm, that's and awesome. it was, it was, it was, it was awesome, man. So, uh, you know, you go through these things and realize why you went through them. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, at yeah. first, I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? You know, I gotta, I gotta plan this whole thing. And but but on the back end of it, it was like that's how it was supposed to go down. So you know, this the the building the team thing, and you know I I'm like I'm you know up and so, down with yeah and up and down. You'll find you know what I when I see you I stay motivated. Mm -hmm. You know because you're you're like you're like similar in what we do so. Mm -hmm. You continue to motivate me, and I'm like, yeah. okay. He's, he's when I see you succeeding, and it's like, ah, it's like Let's I go. can do, I can do Let's some go. of these things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's motivating to see you work and to see yeah. all the things that you um, are accomplishing. And like you said, it is necessary. And um, now we know how to articulate what we need. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just like, okay, well, this is exactly what I want you to do. This, that, and that. Can you do that? Right. You know, right. and keep it pushing. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing is, I thought I did a good job with describing what I needed. Look, this is what I said. I said, this festival is like my wedding mm -hmm. and I'm the bride. <laughs> I need, and, and this is my vision for my wedding. I need you to create that. Okay. And, 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 like I've never planned a wedding before, right? So I need you to be 
the person that you said that you are and, right. and, and make this day beautiful, mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm, I'm literally trying to find the words to describe what I need from that person. Right. <laughs> and, and they're weeks in and we're meeting weekly and, and, and there's no report out. There's no green amber report. There's, I'm like, okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm being patient. I'm being patient and mm -hmm. I'm not seeing anything. I'm, I made a call to so-and-so. I was like, okay, all right. I'm just have to, and, and then you, then you learn how to um, make those grown person decisions uh, mm -hmm. and those grown person um, conversations that you have to have. Mm -hmm. Those are hard. Yes. You know, firing somebody is hard. Mm -hmm. Somebody go is not a conversation that most people can have. Mm -hmm. So I had, yeah. so I learned that <laughs> how to do that, you know. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so yeah. uh, you know, this 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 game is definitely not for the faint of heart at all. No, 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 no. You really have to be strong-minded, and I and because I'm such an artist. It's it's like I get so caught up in the business aspect. I miss my art. I get so and I get yeah, fed up I because I'm like I'm an artist and I can do this. I can do this, this, and that, and the third. All the things I'm teaching you, or asking you to do. Yeah, I know how to do. So it's like I want to be on stage, but I, I have to be remote, and it's a battle. So like a lot of what I'm doing now is lessening up on so much of the production and just being the artist that I love to be mm. because. That's I love the stage. I absolutely love the stage. And I love I love putting I love directing. I do. I love seeing all the things I can't do be done, right. you know, um, and I love directing it to the point where, you know, where, you know, that leadership that needs to be there and, and making somebody see how great they can be. They're like right there. They, their potential is so much beyond who what they're doing right now. I'm like, oh, just do this. And they like they do it. And it's like, now look at how high you can fly. It's like, man, it's the most beautiful thing. But I love being, I just love being on stage. <laughs> it's like a dream. So that's the part where we differ. <laughs> yeah, that's I'm not just, for you. No, I am, um, I'm a page poet. I tried the stage uh, and um, I, just, I just don't have the passion for it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would rather, I, I would rather write and um, match passion for passion, right? So I would rather mm -hmm. write something amazing and hand that off to somebody that has a passion for the stage mm -hmm. and make magic that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. my, my passion for their passion and we bring this thing together and make magic, you know? So um, you would absolutely be a dope like writer for a production. Yeah, I, I so, so, when I first started, I thought, like a lot of poets think at first, that in order to be a poet, that you had to be on stage. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, and I was just like conflicted because I was like, man, I don't really, I don't like having to memorize and 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 know when to do my hand gestures here. And <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. that, that was the work for me. You know, and it. And it, and it just didn't fulfill me. Um, and so I was talking to my father 
uh, one time and he was just like, I get it. But what, all right. So what if you, you know, you, you wrote the production and, and you, you, you partnered with, um, actors and actresses, uh, uh, that, you know, those who love the stage, I was like, Oh, snap, Mm -hmm. that can work. And so I, that's what I started to do. I started get, started to getting, um, booked for, uh, to put on poetic production like you, like yourself. Okay. Yeah. And come to find out, um, a lot of times, uh, organizations and whoever else sees that as more than just going up there to perform a poem. Absolutely. Like, like you said, like yourself, because you come with so much more, you're seen as more valuable because you're adding more value to that person's event or you know or project you know mm-hmm. um so so i was like and i want to get back into that because as you just stated it's hard to go at both things full throttle and i say both things mm-hmm. i mean artists full throttle and the business side of things full throttle so i haven't right. really done too much of anything poetically you know because i just been this this the head of it um, yeah. putting people on and so on and so forth so um i think you know what now that we're talking about it i think i'm going to make i'm going to challenge myself to put something on in 2022 with let's go right. dude let's go yeah you're just yeah, creating I, a whole bunch right here aren't we, we just I, I see and this is why this, this is like why i started the podcast i i get to talk about talk to dope people and poets like yourself and because and i don't know about you but like i don't, I don't have these conversations just naturally because i don't have a circle mm-hmm. like that you know what i mean like i'm the creative person around me yeah <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and, and everything creative people come to me for it you know what i'm saying right. so um this is my opportunity to have this dialogue and this engagement. So I, I totally appreciate it. And uh, cause this has me come alive as you can tell, you know? Yeah, so, that's dope. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, do you have any ideas for uh, the Poet Life Fest community wise and, and just inspiration wise? What's, what's coming to, I don't, want, no, don't tell me much, just, you know, cause I know you got something, but uh, you, you got something brewing. Um, for the what I what what my thoughts mm-hmm. are for the production part that I'm bringing to you yeah. guys. Yeah. Um. Yes. So um, I I just did a production. Um, Where, you know the one that just passed at uh, Arena Players Theater in Baltimore. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and it was the the last one I I'm doing in Baltimore. So anytime really? a production happens, yes. So thank you for being the first outside of Baltimore production. Nice. <laughs> Um, uh, like I, as I said, I'm focusing more so on myself, and even with that production, mm-hmm. a lot of times you catch me, um, not being so uh in the production because I'm directing it. You may yeah. see me in one scene, one or two, maybe, and then everybody's like, Well, where are you the rest of the production? And I'm like, You know, you're gonna wait on it. And so, that last one in Baltimore, I was in almost every scene, I, I was, it was, it was about me at that point. Um, so I was able to just do all types of things that uh, I normally would not do, which was cool. Um, 
but yes, I, I definitely have some ideas that we've done from that one and um, things that we've done in the past. Like we've done so many different scenes and skits sure. and things. And so, um, yes. And uh, I really want to focus on what people have been struggling with the most, most, mm-hmm. which is mental health. So um, I've really got something great for that mm-hmm. um, to lift people's spirits. So I'm excited to share that. Uh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Now, when you say that was your last in Baltimore, do you mean you're 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 looking outward? You're you're expanding to be commissioned to different cities and different states and countries? Yeah. So and and uh, more so as myself than the production company. So but the plan is to take myself mm-hmm. go everywhere I can go. Mm-hmm. And then as I go, I reach back I grab a hand. And I start showing them what I've been doing because they haven't heard of poetry productions to the to the way I do them either. You know, mm-hmm. it's something different. I'll be able to offer something different mm-hmm. um, to their city. So that's that's pretty much the plan to go wherever I can and shut it down. Like what I did, like I told you, when I got back on the scene in Baltimore, that's mm-hmm. what I was doing. Went everywhere and did all I could, everything I could do and just <laughs> until my first production was over 300 people there. Very first one. I, I we had they, we had to go find more chairs. I was so like amazed by all the people who came out just for that first time. And then I didn't stop. That's how I knew I could quit my job. When I got 300 people who would come out for me, they didn't even know it was going to be other people there because I was surprising them with the production. I just wanted to see if they would come out for me. And once I realized that, and I had a book <laughs> that right. I could sell, <laughs> right, right, um, I, I, I said it, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. You uh, said and uh, a mouthful with that book piece without even saying much. You know, yeah. you know, I think a lot of times uh, poets write a book to write a book. You know but don't realize that having a book is like validation a lot of times, you know, and validates the notion that you are a professional, uh-huh. right? Like public speakers, uh, majority of them have a book. book. Yeah. You know, if you were because- to research it, they tell you, you, you should not become one unless you do. There you go. There you go. Cause that's, that's, that's my, that's my, um, almost that's my degree almost, you mm. know, because it makes, it makes me, um, an expert, mm-hmm. even if you're not, it makes you an expert in that field. You know, um, it's all about perspe- per- perception. Perception is truth. A lot of times, you know, um, uh, so, so it is very key when you decide to become a professional artist or professional poet um, to do the things that the other industries do, right? Mm-hmm. So don't recreate the will. This is the model. Right. You know, when you're performing, you, even, even, even merch, because now with drop shipping and it's so easy, you know, because you you want to create a community mm-hmm. 
said, you're, you have a community now. You have a community of people that will come and see your production, right? And you're not having to start over every time, start over every time. You know, you create Everything should be about building. Go with you, yeah. yeah. Everything is about building. You build that community. Mm-hmm. You try not to lose the members already in there and then add to them, add right. to the community. That should be, that's more valuable to me than anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gaining that community of supporters. All of those people who've never heard poetry before, come on over. Yeah. Come on over here. Yeah. That's more valuable than anything to me. Because yeah. once you got them, you got people to purchase everything you, every, right. like all of that. To support right. everything you got going on. Yeah. You need those people. Yeah. And that way you don't have to depend on an app. You don't have to depend on an Instagram, mm-hmm. depend on a, you know, um, as long as you have that foundational contact information, you know, those phone numbers and those emails, you know, and these are the things that you have to learn. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what you're saying earlier that you want to be able to share with these newbies, these, these, even a lot of the veterans that just don't know, you know, uh, you know, the tricks of the trade. And, and so, <clears throat> so you're not just like, uh, you know, for years wondering why nobody will support you and this, that, and the third, mm-hmm. why are they only paying me $50 and, you know, um, um, and, and a lot of that comes with, uh, uh, studying, studying your craft and studying your industry. Mm-hmm. It's time to create an unforgettable experience at your next event with The Poet Life by booking a keynote poet. Poets excite your audience with motivating messages, charismatic delivery, colorful rhythm, powerful prose, and heart-filled stories with a style of spoken word that's tailored specifically to your event. The Poet Life has keynote poets in your city of all ages and backgrounds. Visit thepoetlife.com to learn more and book your poet today. You know, because I that is the common denominator uh, when I speak to the greats. I studied, I studied, I studied. Whether mm-hmm. it's performance, delivery, or, or just the business behind it all. Right. You know, it's so key. Absolutely. You know, and you can tell and you can tell those who have studied and those who have invested in their their brand. Right. Because they keep showing up. They're not going anywhere. And on the other (laughs) side of it, you can you can tell those who did not. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I say I continue to stay motivated because you keep showing up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You keep popping up with the weather and, and, and you know, with even with the mm-hmm. poetry fest. Yeah. Another grand step. Something, you know, and then that's that's just awesome. I, I love to see it. Yeah. See it. You know what it is, Truth? It is running to those things that scare you. Mm hmm. I'm telling you, that festival scared the mess out of me because just think of it like this. <clears throat> um, uh, 
you have your name on a festival that you've never never put on before mm. you're right and so uh if it goes bad it's a good chance that your business goes bad because like if my, if my if my company's name was fire fest i mean fi what is it remember that, remember that festival that ja rule and um Mm. Was it was a gyro and somebody, but uh, it was a it was a big festival in another country or on an island somewhere, uh -huh. and it went crazy bad. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> the, I think Firefest or something like that, man. And, and um, they were charging thousands of dollars for tickets to it, and they promised celebrities and posh. And some and people was, didn't show up. And not, like not just that, but like they were serving bologna sandwiches and this and the <laughs> were like it was. Matter of fact, they did a whole movie on it. They did a whole movie. I'm gonna have to look this up. Go to Netflix. I think it's called a Fire Festival or something like that, yo. And and, and type in Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> So, so uh, I was trying not to think of that the entire time, but I, because mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I am uh, learning to become com comfortable in uncomfortable situations. Gotcha. I'm learning that, you know, um, because that's what's going to take you far. Because yeah. growth comes uh in uncomfortable places mm -hmm. you know you know so yeah yeah so you know I'm, I'm excited um to to i'm excited for 2022 um yeah uh, you know i really am uh because i i plan i'm gonna get on that whiteboard right now when i get finished with this and, and start writing some stuff down because i want to accomplish some scary things, you know, um, and because uh, I do have a goal uh, to to be where you are, and what I mean by that, I mean uh, uh, I'm I just turned thirty nine, October twenty fifth. Congratulations! And thank you, thank you. That it, it's you know it's definitely a congratulations because folks yeah. ain't, folks are not living that long. You know what I'm saying? Um, but by the end of 40, I plan to let that nine to five go. So, okay. yeah. Oh, you, I didn't even think he was working a nine to five the way you carry yeah, this. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, you know, my nine to five is a bill payer. Okay. That's, that's all. It's a, it's a bill payer slash investor. Okay. And every two weeks, it invests into my business. Okay. You see what I'm saying? They're, I, I, they're, yeah, they're my biggest investor, you know. And yeah. a lot of a lot of people say the same thing because I don't. Somebody asked me what I do. Poet life. I don't. I don't say that I'm mm -hmm. a business analyst for the for the government. I'm a government contract. I don't say all that. Right, gotcha. Because it has nothing to do with my purpose. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. You know, it 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 keeps me uh sustained you know my family my three kids and wife and so on and so forth and as i build this empire right and mm -hmm. uh 
So, so I'll never, you know, look down on it. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I know that's po- that's popular too to look down yeah. on the on the nine to five. Um, uh, so, no, I, I definitely appreciate what what it what it does for me, but I know where where I need to be, um, uh, and that is fully focused on my work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. You know, you know. So what's next for you? What's what's your 22 look like? Oh, my 2022 is looking like a lot of traveling. That is my goal mm-hmm. to go anywhere I can, everywhere I can. So if you know of a place, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you what. Send me. <laughs> I've been going to Atlanta often. Mm-hmm. And uh man, have you been to Atlanta before? I've been. Mm-hmm. Few times. The networking and the camaraderie out there, wanting each other to win out there is on another level. Um uh I just got back. I went I, I flew out there for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um one, it's a it's inexpensive too. It's like $75 to $80 round Four trip. Five. Okay. Round trip. Yeah. And, um, you know, when you when you book it, you know, ahead of time, like a month or so. Um, And uh, I've been and it's so easy to connect with um, high earning, high whatever um, people out there because they're just out there. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so names, you know, I met B. Simone at an event, um, uh, Country Mm -hmm. Wayne. Um, so so many different other people, um, wow. and and when I'm when I share with them what I do, they're like, "Yo, that's dope," mm-hmm. you know, because it's new, it's new for them, right? You know what I'm saying? And so um, uh, I've connected with Ernest, Ernestine Morrison and Jay Morrison. Um, I went to their spot, the the Legacy Center, the Black House, and they have a monthly. Every first Thursday, it's called Green Lit ATL. Mm-hmm. And in, in, in Hollywood or in production, to green light something means it's a go. Like a show, it's green lit, right? Okay. Um, uh, it'll be on air soon, basically, right? Okay. So, so, so this event, it's like a networking event slash mentorship um, uh, event that's like three hours where they teach you how to use social media or um bring your production and we'll help you um build it or whatever it might be and there's writers in there producers directors and and their their motto is um don't wait create or 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 someone in this room is your missing link you know Mm. and so I went to the I, for, for my first time. I went out there this past Thursday, and uh, and I, I, I I'll be there once a month, starting starting this past Thursday. Okay. Even if, even if it's t- for twenty four hours. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna have like, to get out there. No, I'm for real. Like we we should no. we should fly out. We should fly out there. I'm with it. Listen, I'll share the information with you. Um, Cause when you go, you're gonna be like, "Yo, this is life right here." Yeah. Not to say we don't have it here, 
Um, but you know, when you go to a, di it's just different when you go to a different place and you're welcomed, like, mm -hmm. yo, let's work. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's do that. Yeah. I'm going to share the information with you for okay. sure. Um, Cause that, that first Thursday in January, which is the 6th, I'll be out there, man. Okay. And January yeah. is my birthday month. So I'm also excited. Really? What's your uh, birthday? Uh, the 14th. Oh sweet. Yeah, sweet. yeah, yeah. My oldest, so, uh, her 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 seventh birthday is on the twenty second. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's up. And and the festival's two weeks right after your birthday. I know, that's what I'm saying. I'm 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 gonna be we going crazy. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's <laughs> do it. This time. is what I love. I love it. I love building with like minded people. Yeah. Um uh so I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank you so much for you know, wow. spending your Monday, you know, with yeah. me and uh, building and, and just discussing this thing that we love. And um, I look forward to continuing to work with you. Yes. If you could, um, if you could inspire somebody, you know, with a closeout message, what would that be? Um. Closeout message. Uh, no one asks a star what color it is when it shines. It just shines. I want us to just continue to be the star you are. Stop worrying about uh, what that color may be to get you there. You are who you need to be to get you there. That's all you need is you. Um, and to do what you love to do. Do what you love to do. And that's going to take you further than you ever expected. Mm -hmm. Um, so for all of my creators, all of my people full of passion, um, I just want you all to continue following it, um, continue following your light, um, continue following your purpose and, uh, continue to be a blessing to others. And that blessing will fulfill you. Uh, so that's, that's all I have to say I love uh, it. Uh, for I the love day. It. And I'm just grateful. Thank you for um, having mm -hmm. me. Um, I enjoyed all of this, uh, sure. to, you know, like the, to get on the same brainwave with somebody. I hope we continue to work. And I'm excited. I'm excited for this work. So awesome. appreciate I appreciate you. Um, where can they find you? And, and what, what do you have coming up next? Um, so this Saturday, first of all, you can find follow me everywhere at D.A. Truth. DA Poet that is on all social media platforms. Um, you can email me there too at gmail.com. Um, what I'm had what I have going on is that I'm working collaborating with a, a young lady by the name of Diana Escalera, who has a business called I Survive. I she's going, yes, she's awesome. She's a, a plethora of beautiful things. Mm -hmm. Um, she's a she has an event, um, Boss Movement, and then Mending Our Men. This event will be collaborated uh, this Saturday, and we will be, um, I will be doing a motivational talk on um, how it's okay to not be okay. And um, so um, along with some other very special speakers. Um, so I think, I think it's a free event. I don't want to mislead you, but follow me. <laughs> all the details will be there um and there's plenty more things you'll see on my page too of what i got going on so awesome. um 
you know, as an artist mind and a business mind, it'd be a million things so <laughs> going on. Awesome. But yes, that's the most that's the most recent thing coming up. Awesome. Awesome. Y'all go check her out. Check her out like right now. You can see yeah. her IG right there. The truth, the poet. Uh, uh, just, just listen to me when I tell you she is the truth. Trust me when I tell you, uh, just from experience, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't work with folks who aren't, you know, um, at least not twice, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So listen, yeah, for, for real, you know, you can get past me once, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. look. Everybody, uh, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, uh, check us out uh, on our website, thepoetlife.com, uh, for more information about what we have going on for the mm -hmm. festival. Fly out, drive out. Uh, you don't yeah. want to miss this. It's January 29th. Mm -hmm. As we yes. just spoke, we're going to have an awesome production. Yes. And it's going to be I can't I can't wait for that. I just can't wait. You know, uh, time can't move fast enough to for for that to be my first time experiencing uh, the truce work. Uh, uh, I've, I've experienced her performance because I've booked her before, but not on the production level. So I, I, I can't wait for that. So listen, everybody, it's the Poet Life Podcast. If you need some more gear, go to poetlifegear.com. This is one of them that I'm wearing. Ah. Put some respect on my poem. Y'all remember hey. that with uh, uh, Birdman on uh, <laughs> on uh, Breakfast Club. Put some respect on my name. So oh, yeah, I, I'm going to need, need me that. one of them. I'm going to need you. one of them. <laughs> I, got I got you. So, uh, everybody, it's the Poor Life Podcast. Thank you all for checking us out and look forward to the next one. All right, folks, we're out. Peace. Truth. Introducing the Poet Life Podcast. Go check it out today on your favorite platforms, including iTunes, Apple Music, and the website, thepoetlife.com. Find a way, find a way